In a very controversial move, Sports Illustrated has fired all of their employees and appointed university professor Jordan B. Peterson as head of talent for all future swimsuit covers, stating, when the magazine started to free fall, we all knew there was only one man with the unique ability to sniff out which broads would get men's dicks hard, and that man is Jordan B. Peterson. The statement by the board continued, when all the bloggers at the magazine were insisting these big gals were dimes, we just took their word for it. But Mr. Peterson was able to see what none of us here could. That Martha Stewart isn't that hot in a bikini. The man just has a third eye for identifying fine ass. When asked how Mr. Peterson will fit booking talent for swimsuit covers into his busy schedule, he responded by saying, oh, I'll make time. The future of the world depends on it, bucko. First, they're telling you some fat broad is a snack. Next, they've got you in the gulag. And good luck getting to the front of those bread lines without losing a finger or two to the quote-unquote talent. Mr. Peterson finished by saying, it's swimsuit, not swim tarp, pal. And the old models can shimmy back to the comedic birthday cards that they belong on. Peterson out, bitch. At this point, a board member stepped out in front of him and shuffled him off the stage before apologizing for Mr. Peterson and insisting he was a little tired after a 14-hour day of judging sniz. The boys. The boys cast. The lads. The boys cast. The dudes. news with Taylor Swift. Psych! 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 Big news with the rigged NFL. Of course Taylor Swift's team won because it's fucking rigged, you rubes. He thought I was going to talk about Taylor Swift and you guys got fucking duped into Danny talking about football. Yeah, you got duped into supporting the Buffalo Bills. On the sports topic, though, another boy win on golf. The trans dogs are fucking taking the game by storm. Let's go. There was We missed a lot since we've been uh, just sitting around the world there was a down syndrome member of parliament and again danny you said you want to take a crack at that good good for her <laughs> good for her representation matters you know what i said when they told me there's a down syndrome member of parliament i said another yeah well see, here's i the said thing. you know what here's as far thing. as i'm concerned they're all retarded that's what i said <laughs> as the only member of this podcast who's against eugenics i actually think that that's a good thing <laughs> old fucking adolf ryan over here Wants to say, no, we, we got to test for them when they're in the womb and just get rid of them all together. Sir, we have good news. It is going to be a baby boy. We have really bad news. It's going to be sniffling an unsufferable amount. <laughs> what do you want us to do? Just say the word and they go, come here, come here, come here. Go. Let's just fucking try it on the next round. <laughs> it's like, how we bad can, is we sniffling? We can do it let again. Me, let me ask you a question. I actually doc, got no troubles right How here. bad is it? Are you going to be able to, is he going to be able to make it through a podcast? <laughs> I, I, I just said it off, off, uh, off mic, actually, that my sniffles are actually gone because it turns out that I'm allergic to my dog. Mm. Who would have thunk it? I'm allergic to all dogs. Oh, bitch, Danny getting forced to have a dog against his I love the dog. No, 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 dying in the process. No, honestly, if, 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 if I had a choice to get rid of the dog or keep this or double the sniffles, I'll go double <laughs> sniffles. Anybody who owns a dog knows double sniffles is fine. But now I'm going to go on a daily regimen of Flonase. So I think, <laughs> doc, so doc. I think Ryan might be the sniffly one if you're hearing sniffles because Ryan's not. Ryan likes to make it out that he's not sniffling. <laughs> but if you just heard a sniffle, I right think there, it's that contagious, was man. You start hanging out with him too much. <laughs> you start hanging out with the big nose. I'll tell you people. what. Before I never, before I knew Danny, I didn't own any crypto. I wasn't losing money on investments <laughs> wasn't sniffling <laughs> i think my posture's worse <laughs> That's what happens. Everything, yeah, it's going. It's going downhill. 
So as soon as you'll have a dog. But we are back. And you know what? I'm announcing a whole bunch of dates in North America. So I just want to say quickly that you're going to catch me in Perrysburg, Columbus, and Liberty. Then we got a weekend in Dallas, a weekend in Calgary that I might film a special there. Baltimore, D.C., Washington, uh, D.C., <laughs> Boston, Winnipeg, Atlanta, San Diego, Houston, and Austin. So and I'll lots be, uh, going on. Uh, Dallas, April 27th. Plano, Texas. Oh, you're going to be at Plano, too, April. Plano at the end of last weekend of April. I'll be in Scottsdale, Arizona in August. I'll be in Minneapolis beginning of May. And then uh, Vancouver and Edmonton in the summer. So let's fucking go, ladies and gentlemen. We are out here. We are here. We are queer. We don't sniffle and we drink beer. Look, 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 listen to me even try and sniffle. Just breathing. So breathing sounds like. Just to quickly wrap up this Sports Illustrated thing. Obviously, we did the (laughs) intro on it. The blogs are dropping like flies right now, right? I mean, it's unfortunately a pretty outdated. Well, that's the thing. Sports Illustrated was was the preeminent magazine. I think they were so slow to switch over. Being like, yeah, magazines will never die. You need something to do while you're taking a dump. That's true. And then they kind of just... And But the thing is, and obviously everyone's saying it's the fat girl stuff, but... It's more. It is more than that. It's it's kind of a lot of the times one of the one of the reasons these like magazines and uh, kind of outdated models are all doing bad too is when times were good, they made a lot of uh, good time laws and uh, you know like all they have like unions and stuff like that. And then when times are bad, they can't unroll it. Right. Yeah. So these a lot of these business models are like really fucked when. Uh, when times are bad yeah of course well, they, they just they can't they're not flexible like they're not nimble businesses that's a good a, a more tech term way to explain it yeah but so the union stuff they basically a lot of these places unionize and it's hard to unionize when you have like um a creative business you know what i mean like this is what they said uh one of the things with the unions rounds of layoffs eliminating top staffers and bouts with troubled articles written by artificial intelligence that's what some of the first problems but the unions one of the things they did was a lot of the plays came together and said we're not being treated with respect which obviously i guess you should be treated with respect but we're yeah, not being but like what do you wages. mean by not being treated with respect like are you like your boss is like yo what's up bitch tits like is it like that or is it like hey your article is not nobody well, needs your article so we have to like this is reduce the thing they, they actually do tell you what the not respect was <laughs> we're being told to do work that we're not comfortable with <laughs> that has corporate influence yeah that, which is why like there's any some, article that you know is about men yeah and it, right right <laughs> Yeah, they go, uh, we'd like to do our 15th expose on the women's United States soccer team, please. And they go, it's pretty covered ground here. I don't feel comfortable right now. They, they blow the union whistle. Who should no. the fucking, did the head of that union's probably got the bowl cut of the century, oh, right? Purple bowl cut. <laughs> That's the final boss, man. It's Megan Rapinoe clone just coming in there like, excuse me, I'm involved. <laughs> You do not want that union yeah, head so coming there. Sports Illustrated actually, like maybe <laughs> that's a shakedown of our zine. Uh, probably, I would say ten to fifteen years ago, that was like maybe my most vi- one of my most visited websites. Really, and then for sports news, and then I just replaced it with ESPN. Yeah, well, at I went, some point it just switched to ESPN. The swimsuit one was its own. The, they're sort of together, but they're separate too, because yeah. it was kind of like a monthly, I think. But no, I went, that was an annual. The swimsuit was an annual thing. Well, I, I went, mean, it was but like, they have their own website where they post all yeah, sorts yeah, of yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. I went and checked what are the kind of stuff they're up to. 
And the last ones, this is like in the last like week or two. So I guess the final <laughs> articles they want to get out. Selena Gomez just provided the best body, best perspective on body positivity. There's also a big, uh, yeah. there's a big uh, spread of some bald girl. <laughs> This is on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Yeah, the yeah, swimsuit. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the normal one was actually kind of mostly still That's, sports. Yeah, it's still sports. Yeah, you know what? They just they lost their kind of foothold. They they used to be the kind of top dog, and I mean, you, we, you see it all the time. You I mean, I know it, a lot of people that run media businesses, and it definitely has to be nimble. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, you can't, and you definitely can't have the people like you have to have strong people at the top of that hierarchy who's making decisions, and everybody like listens to them. That's a good. Like, you need to be like, hey, we're not doing this bullshit, and everybody's like... Uh, you know they're they're soldiers like with a coin base or something yeah we've made a ch- we made a decision we're going to be moving in this different direction yeah we're not putting trans people on the cover we're getting sports illustrated swimsuit <laughs> edition <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly we're going to be covering these sports and not these sports not trying to be contrarian but i don't think that was their death now i think that was their flailing trying to figure out something to keep themselves relevant and, and it's all just one big package you know what i mean like if they continued to be like oh we're just going to put hot chicks on models they're not like we wouldn't be 5 years later being like just fucking printing money smoking cigars <laughs> in the boardroom light well, i agree yeah you that's what i'm I mean? saying there's so, more to it than that yeah. but it is just funny that that was such a cardinal component of like who they were for the last three yeah, of years, course, right? Of yeah, they, they made a, a joke out of themselves. Well, jo- this is the biggest win for Jordan Peterson. That's why, Ooh. man. He's the that was our original clip from the podcast. Is he Jordan was the, Peterson's just walking around? Not house. hot. Yeah, he's just walking around and being like, not hot, <laughs> not hot. Dad, what are you saying? Not hot. And he got clowned for that too, right? Like, don't forget, because I was we when we were doing this, I was looking up articles and it was all like Jordan Peterson like uh, makes fool out of himself by saying this woman wasn't hot or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So he was sort of... You said he retweeted it? Well, he retweeted which? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You yeah, said yeah. he retweeted it. Of course. <laughs> I think he's not gonna take that old victory lap, Jordan B. It's definitely a victory lap. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He doesn't get a lot of wins right now, too. That's a big one. That's huh? a huge win for him because it was like one of his primary battles he picked. You know what I mean? He needs to do one of those moves where he buys it, like whoever bought it AOL <laughs> or whatever, where he like owns Sports Illustrated. That'd be amazing. Oh, can you imagine? Buys it for like five mil or something. Like, I can't imagine <laughs> it's worth that much more than that. Just in the parts. And just is just dude smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah, it turns into like. <laughs> Goes back to basics. So that's what they were up to. But you know what? Another thing that kind of kept happening on the internet is that I sort of take the other side of JBP on this one. I think, but a, a lot of people get into the argument of uh, fighting against whether people should have anonymous accounts, and a mm. lot of uh, I, which I do get because if you're a person that has a public profile and you have all these people that just like start a profile and they're like just comment on everything you do, you're just like coward, you know? Yeah, what I mean? of course. I show, mean, show me your face, you know? Yeah, it's same with like the Patriot Front thing, where everybody goes, "Let's see their face," and you're like, because everybody thinks they're feds, which is like I saw the guy do an interview uh, recently, the Patriot Front thing, yeah. dude. I had on low value mail last night a former fbi agent and everybody was like hating him so much because really? obviously he used to be in the fbi so he's just like yeah <laughs> I mean, like, body inspector <laughs> but he's just like yeah you know like i'm not gonna like you know that we have problems but he's obviously like a company man kind of thing and everybody's like so i was saying how i'm like you know i personally and i know people even watching this right now are like you're a fucking idiot blah blah, blah. but like i have always said i don't think patriot front 
is just all FBI agents. I'm sure there are some. And the guy's like, yeah, of course we're like infiltrating these and have informants and all this stuff. But he's like, no, we didn't make up Patriot Front. Okay. But then the hilarious thing is Patriot Front's trying Sometimes to Sometimes they get in too deep, though, and before you know it, they're running it. Dude, he said... <laughs> like he, they were, you go, we. it's the, the Spider-Man you look around. Dude, he, he legitimately said, he goes, we had a time once where we had like some biker meeting and there was more <laughs> informants than non-informants at the meeting. He goes, literally, we checked it up. He goes, whatever happened? He goes, there was more confidential informants working for us at the meeting than there were people who were yeah, not Yeah, that's like entrapment at that point, right? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, he's like, whoops. He was pretty honest or whatever, but I just like, because I find it so funny that Patriot Front is like, no, we're real Nazis. And everybody's like, no, you're feds. Ah, nice try, fucking feds. Good luck. And they're like, no, we're Nazis. We're fucking white supremacists. We're ethno-nationalists. It is like, true, yeah, yeah. Nice try, guys. <laughs> That is, that is, but I'm sure, of course, there are some. But well, that was what he said in his uh, interview. He was saying, "Well, people, it's convenient for conservatives to say that because they don't have to like admit." Well, that they don't want to. Yeah, they don't want the, the you know guilty by association kind of thing because that's closer yeah. to their side than the people on the other. But side. this guy wasn't taking that. He goes, "You're going to have to admit this guy was looked kind of weird." Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He looked sort of like a really low. Yeah, the Rus biker. Russo guy or whatever. Like, was not a scary looking dude. No, he's not a scary looking dude. It was kind and, of. And everybody describe. goes, "Why do they cover their faces?" And you're like. I mean, what? I don't think Patriot Front pays that well. <laughs> like they have to have jobs. Like you have certainly you have to understand that these guys like have families and they're worried about like the course of this country and so they're and they're worried about their families and their like their kids and their kids' kids and all that stuff. So yeah, they're like doing this stuff, but they still have to support them. Surely uh -huh. showing their faces is going to lose them whatever job they have. Yeah. Like, obviously. <laughs> Unless they're uh, working a construction worker. Yeah. You I lose their job. I the mean, <laughs> honestly, even if you're working in construction, still, you you would be making your... Like, everybody's like, why don't they show their plates? Why don't they show their face? And you're like, yeah, because you'll make their lives miserable. Well, that's the same thing as the Anon thing. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. And it was like, obviously... You know what the truth is? I think that that comes the divide that we sort of always take the other side of, that people are always like, stand up and fight kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And the actual truth is, um, if you actually do want to stand up and fight, it's like, the actual currency is people have money and yeah. they do it's like yeah that's what like people do they donate a hundred bucks here it's like how many times have you seen on the internet like something where it'll be like oh we're trying to raise money for this movie or whatever and you're like eh, I'd like to see that happen throw a bit of bucks at it right yeah so it's like if you are trying to support something it's do it that way it's like the probably the best way to support it if you're a normal guy isn't to go like ruin your life. No, of course not. Is yeah, you fund <laughs> that is you a legitimate argument. It's that the happens. same as politics. You want a candidate to be your poli like a po politician? I'll see what this guy says. I'll throw yeah, some money. Throw in some that. money behind his campaign because it costs a lot of money, and then they'll represent you. And I, like, I mean, that's the whole point of finance. Probably helps more than just martyring yourself as like a guy. Of course. And again, like you, these people have a lot to lose generally. So, you know, I'm sure there's dudes who are in Patriot Front. I don't think like, it's yeah, necessarily um, hate helping either by being a, 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 a just a guy on the internet, like shit posting or whatever. No, necessarily, no but, into, into the void. But sometimes you end up, if you do it the right way, you can get, there are a lot of Yeah, like, I guess that's maybe true too. That cat turd guy, I know he's public now, but until very recently, he was anonymous dude that's like true. a massive following i didn't he, I, he did an unveiling recently too and i, I think he got doxxed with that i think he got doxxed like, he's like a 60 year old guy with like with a cowboy i think i okay i thought I'm that guy go was on, gonna be like i'm 17. gonna go out on a live oh really i thought he was old dude because i think he used to do um live streams but audio only live streams and you knew you his actually, voice so you didn't, like an so old you didn't know voice. 
but uh, I bet the way his look, I bet that w- that look is like a public facing. Like I bet he was like a dude, like didn't all fancy cowboy hat and all the stuff. <laughs> I bet he was just like a guy. <laughs> oh, you you think once he got unveiled, he snatched yeah, like himself a, up? He got like a, a stylist. <laughs> That's my guess. The, the stylist is like, we're gonna get you like the aviators and the. I want, yeah, give hat. me the like uh, cowboy Republican podcaster. Exactly. I don't think he was that guy. The guy named Cat Turd. <laughs> you think okay, the Cat Turd like worked as <laughs> it worked in IT before this. Yeah, just had some, <laughs> some opinions. Well, that wasn't the worst move. Yeah, no. but the real yeah, it's I don't think it's ever the move to like ruin your own life. Probably it's really is the move. Like the actual adult move is to like. Support things behind closed doors. <laughs> of course. I mean, like, again, think about how many people don't donate to political causes and probably would never even admit it. Like, probably make a ton of like a difference from doing that too. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, look how it worked out for George Soros. Soros. <laughs> <laughs> like, His wasn't behind closed doors. Gangbusters though. Though for him. <laughs> Man, if people knew that you just donate to just DAs, that that's the move. It's just like really just support the district attorneys. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of people you support it does nothing and they just steal your yeah. money too, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, the, the idea that you're going to just go um, ruin your life is probably unlikely for, for most sure. people. For sure. Um, but when we're talking about the Sports Illustrated thing, it was a big, another big argument of like getting rid of tackle football. And you know what? There was kind of... Uh, uh, probably like 40 arguments like that in the last little bit of like making things safer. Yeah. And it was kind of like when you're talking about the Sports Illustrated thing, it was just like they all, there's all these little arguments of whether it's good or bad. And you're just kind of like, there's probably an argument he made about like, yes, CT is bad and all this stuff. But you're just like, how about just not changing everything all at once? For always? Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, yes, but it's just changing everything always on all fronts is Too very much. exhausting for humans. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't every, and you have to every you year need some feedback too. Cause sometimes you change something and you go, Oh, actually the thing we changed wasn't even the problem. Exactly. So if you change 50 things at once and now you're waiting for 50 new data points coming back to you, it's just too much. And you don't, you, can't con- you can't actually uh, analyze yeah, it. Yeah, you can't properly. analyze it because you go, which was the thing that fixed no, the thing? No matter how you slice it as a society, it's probably not a good idea that if you go on a six month vacation, you come back and a lot's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not really good for everything. I mean, we went on a one month vacation, remember, to Miami and came back and weed was legal here. <laughs> Like it was like illegal fully, and then we came back and they're like, "Yeah, it's it's totally legal." You go, "Okay, yeah, yeah." And so it was just, on every corner. Too. Yeah, it was on every corner instantly. <laughs> there was just like people had little tables set up on like Bedford. But they are the same with trying to get rid of the uh, like the historical figures, where it's like every within like a, a year and a half, they're just like everything you thought was wrong. This guy's uh, apparently. Uh, I know a lot of people that liked Napoleon movie. My brother says bad recommendation. I haven't seen. One he said it was a real yet. hit piece. They That's said, what all I've trying seen. to make him look like an autistic cuck. Yeah, I haven't seen anything good about Napoleon because <laughs> people kind of like Napoleon. Apparently, this is a straight up hit piece. Apparently, it wasn't even that short. Who's the guy who played him again? Joaquin the, Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. You, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is pretty wacky with his ideas too, right? Yeah. So he might have I mean, not... He's so good in The Joker, though. Yeah, he's a good actor, but I don't think he would have signed on unless it was a hit piece, maybe. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't know we were doing like a, a... Not a revisionist thing on Napoleon. Obviously, he had his flaws, but he was a good general. Well, I don't know. Uh, some people like him, some people don't, I guess. But this one apparently... But I heard just the movie's bad. It was not that the movie was bad. I think people were annoyed that they made him seem like a pussy. Mm. That's maybe, you know, maybe we should do something for our Patreon where you and I go to watch movies. Just yeah. Like watch movies and fucking throw popcorn at the screen. 
just get mad yeah maybe because we talk a lot about movies but then we don't maybe we need some sort of well you know my um my theory that i've been sort of thinking about a lot is just that every um as far as politics blogs go every liberal blog is guilt porn and every republican blog is anger porn yeah so it's like you basically anytime you're anytime you're reading any of the liberal ones is so you can lash yourself and you're like where are the worst but i'm one of the good ones you can kind of convince yourself i'm bad but not as bad bad. that's definitely not as bad as those conservatives who are trying to ruin everything and then the conservative blogs you're supposed to watch and go (laughs) 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 you see in this yeah they're gonna kill our kids (laughs) they're coming for the kids yeah. yeah, but there is, in terms of big changes happening, wrestling uh, is going to be on Netflix now. Crazy. Is that it's the first mind boggling? Is that the first live thing that Netflix is doing? No, they've done this in that Chris Rock special. No, 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 but like a uh, scheduled, like recurring. Like, uh, is that the first schedule? Because I know Amazon has uh, Thursday night football. Well, you know sports better than me. How is, uh, has Amazon? Netflix? Amazon has Thursday night football. I don't think Netflix has anything. I think live. they did a ball drop. Okay, there you go. I, I don't know. I'd be recurring every year. <laughs> true uh i don't know yeah i think this is their maybe one of their if not their first it must be like one of the first ones that's like sort of game changing though yeah it's huge paradigm shifting some might say sure <laughs> i mean it seems like that's what that seemed inevitable though for something like a netflix to start just doing live programming i don't know if, if it was it, the only thing the cable is hanging on by a thread with the sports right oh, yeah. dude you know what's a weird thing right now too is i have youtube tv which is you know i pay like 70 dollars a month for it and i have 100 channels but you know how on your tv now they come with like you know samsung has like samsung tv and they have like a million things most of those channels actually on youtube tv are just on the free part of my built-in television hmm there's like all these overlapping channels. So then when you actually break it down, you're like, oh, I don't actually get 100 channels. It's like 30. Interesting. That's kind of a weird one, yeah. Because you're, yeah, 70 of these channels are on they're the just, house. They're on the house. On the others, like if I just, when I turn my TV on, they're just there. And you're then, going to Eastside Mario's and you're like, oh, I got the bread. And you go, little, <laughs> I got a little news for you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for our American viewers, Eastside Mario's <laughs> is a shitty knockoff of the Olive Garden. Eastside Mario's, Eastside Mario's, about a boom, bada bing. Nothing wrong with Eastside Mario's, no, man. Solid, solid. And the bread's solid, too. And they yeah. do give it to you, but it's on the house. Yeah. So yeah. You, can, you can't well, just, bring, want- well, you bring a girl there and you go, want to just get a bunch of bread they have the best bread here <laughs> <laughs> that's like my scone joint they have free scones <laughs> there's but a free scone joint there's a joint in toronto that has free scones i've mentioned this uh, on the okay. podcast before i can't remember the name of it that's but right. it was always that's the thing you take the girl to there and you uh, say you have the best scones in town scones. <laughs> <laughs> i know i know so, would you I like know, to order anything uh, so would you like to order uh, anything got, the, sc- the scones are it's you know to die i kind of got a bit of my eyes are bigger than my stomach i got a bit ahead of oh, myself we're going to italy and we're not getting the pie come on this is the best scone <laughs> joint in the world we only get scones kind of full right another now. round of scones please <laughs> and the waiter's just like fucking piece you always of shit. say complimentary another round of the complimentary scones <laughs> well you don't want the girl to know they're complimentary mm. you're ruining the bit <laughs> right, 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 right. okay so on the topic of everything changing all the time this is probably my best one that I've seen in a while. Girls' names for boys' names is set to be the top baby trend for 2024. <laughs> it's like, girls have boys' names, boys have girls' names. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that the new uh, big trend for 2034 is uh, boys with girls' names getting brutally bullied. <laughs> That's the new 2034 trend. It's getting the shit kicked out of you. I believe they made a song about this called A Boy Named Sue. Johnny Cash. I love the idea of you of a guy having to introduce his girlfriend. This is my girlfriend, Daryl. <laughs> there is girls, Daryl Hannah. Oh, I guess they do have. <laughs> no, it'd be like Daryl. Uh, 
Yeah, this is my girl. Uh, yeah, I'm going out with my girlfriend. What's her name? Craig. <laughs> <laughs> you think the uh, Muslims are going to do that? A lot of girls named Muhammad. <laughs> oh, that's blasphemous territory, my friend. <laughs> is that blasphemous? I don't think so. They're definitely not. Johnny, bleep that. that. I just cut that whole thing. <laughs> oh, Dan, he's playing with fire here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, Danny's. Uh, do I now pronounce you, uh, Danny, and your wife, Bill? <laughs> Boys and girls' names, girls' names, boys' names. It's like, all just nothing. Nothing can't be stopped. Yeah, nothing can't be stopped. I mean, look, like again, it's a wacky we've world. said it a million times. With a lot of this, like gender stuff and a lot of weird religion stuff, is that you have a degree or a right, you know, to a degree to fuck up your kids. Right, mm-hmm. like they're your kids. Well, Everybody I, knows people. If I had a girl's name, I'd just change my own name. Exactly. I'd come home. I had, my grandfather changed his own name. His parents gave him a name that he didn't like. Yeah. And he was getting bullied sort of at school. Grade two, came home. He goes, that's not my name anymore. Changed my name. Went back to school. I said, I'm this now. And he just, st- new pr- name. Probably had to get in a couple scraps for a week. And then that was it. And, then- and it's over now. He's a normal name and never talked about it again. And it just sort of got What was the original name, dude? I don't want to have fucking dox him. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a really weird name? It's not that weird. Uh, but it was a name that uh, that at the time had a TV character that was a villain that was associated with gotcha. it. So it was something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, and he just goes... was the Riddler. His <laughs> <laughs> name was the Riddler. The Riddler. The Riddler. <laughs> Boys' names or girls' names. That's one of those things where you're just like fucking doing lines and you're just like... What are we doing? 2024. Boys got girls' names. Girls have boys' names. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking go. Let's go. <laughs> just, the guy at the head of fucking like the progressive office. Yeah. Is doing fucking lines. He goes, Susan, you're Bill. Bill, you're Susan. Woo. Woo. <laughs> I can't be stopped. Yeah. There, there is no stopping. It's really progressive. That's the thing. That's when yeah, you yeah, start yeah, yeah. running out of being progressive. You're, 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 you're running on fumes about with progress. <laughs> right here we go. Fuck. Models are fat. Girls are named Bill. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, you go. I don't know. Like there, what else? Like you see all this stuff right now on women's golf tournament. We're in a women's golf tournament. Men win it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, but we're so far down the line. You are right. They're out of ideas. Yeah. Where they go? Yeah. We're, we, we chopped off the kids' dicks. <laughs> boys are girls. Girls are boys. And then we're like, I guess. Oh, what's your daughter's name? And they go, yeah, well, there's like, there's girls who become boys, and then we give them boy names. What about girls who stay girls, but we give them boy names? Dog names. <laughs> <laughs> this is my daughter's spot. <laughs> you know what's funny, actually? Fun little fact. Uh, the only humans I know uh, who have dog names are Jewish women. There's what kind of dog names do they there's, have? For some reason, there's a lot of Jewish older women are named Bailey. Yeah, I know girls named Bailey actually. Were they Jews though? Well, I think the dogs have people names as far as I, I think don't of it. Know. So only, I, I saw that name so many times as a dog, and then I started seeing it as old Jewish ladies, and I go, that's weird. Interesting. Well, it's a boy's name now. Yeah, boy's name. As well as femi- feminine feminist baby names like Honey, Vienna, Dahlia, and Alora. Dahlia is predicted by experts at Nameberry to be some of the most popular names. They predict names like Cleo, Fern, and Hazel. I wouldn't want a dude named Hazel. <laughs> Hazel's a fucking tough name. Fern, for I think, was... Uh, I think that's been a guy's name. Willow have become more popular, guys. So apparently, there's a lot of dudes getting called Willow. That's weird. That's my sister-in-law's name. Willow has to become a UFC fighter at that point. <laughs> Boy named Sue. You literally give them the name Sue so that they t- they're tough. I'd fucking emancipate my parents if they name me Willow, man. <laughs> you have to, man. What else? What other wacky that's, shit? That's are you hippie doing shit, here? though. That's the thing. That's hippie shit. I you don't know. Willow. Willow's kind of hippie shit, but Hazel's not hippie.
creepy shit. Wow. Hazel's like old lady. Hazel's like your grandma's name. That's what I'm saying, man. Naming your baby boy Hazel? <laughs> now? Yeah. Hazel's a fucking crappy name, but, dude. But you change it to Haze. Mm. That's not bad, actually. The Haze, Haze is okay. Good. Wait, your name's Haze? Okay, what if you do if your name is Fern? Fern? Fernard? Fernard. 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 It's actually short for Fernard. <laughs> What's the funny part? You go, I'm Sam. You go, oh, uh, Samuel. Actually, it's Samantha. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's how you do it. You go, okay, we'll give him a girl's name, but one that can be shortened to a boy's name. And, he just and then let him pick. <laughs> he, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, right, go, you, you go, go either okay. way. You give him both options, <laughs> and then that's, yeah, that's... So Fern, you change it to Fernando. Cleo, uh, I guess you go... Yeah, Fern Fernando, right. Cleo. Cleo doesn't actually sound like Cleopatra. that much of a... That Cleo could be a guy's name, I feel like. Mm. Can't picture like a big black guy, like black power guy named Cleo. Well, maybe. Cleandre. My name's Cleo. It'd be like Cleandre or exactly right. Yeah, I could see Cleo being a, already a guy's name. June's a crappy guy's name. Anyways, apparently this part that I'm these names I'm naming off, Honey in Vienna and Willow, are currently popular. They're currently dudes are getting fucking oh. slapped with Willow. Well, Willow again could just be Will. And in the numbers, dude, this isn't just like a couple ran off one off dudes, man. Guys are getting fucking hit with Willow right now. That's just like one of those things where you're you're a you know you're 20 years old, you're a guy. You go by Will And you just have this weird thing With your parents Where you really tried to Fucking pull something huh You know what I would <laughs> You really tried to pull some shit You know what else I would do though If my parents named me Willow <laughs> I would make all my friends Call my dad Mrs. Long <laughs> I'd come I'd go Yeah oh, oh, you should know about my parents My dad likes to be called Mrs. Long <laughs> Yeah you know Cause like they just think Everything's so interchangeable So yeah we call him Mrs. <laughs> See how he fucking likes but it But the problem is that dad probably is like probably yeah, does like wrong it. with that. Call, what about calling the mom Mister? <laughs> what's wrong with that? The Monsieur. Yeah, the mom would be like, "That's great. I love you." <laughs> like, actually, I'm the Mister. I ran I the am. show. <laughs> I am the Mister. <laughs> Fellas, I gotta tell the people about Prize Picks. This is America's number one fantasy sports app. Over three million members, and the big game is right around the corner. Prize Picks is the easiest. And most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into 100x your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn 10 bucks into 1,000, and that expires post-Super Bowl. It's demon time on prize picks. You can now win up to 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn 10 bucks into 1,000 bucks. And let me tell you, I got my picks. locks of the week. I wish I had a giant lock. I don't have a giant lock, unfortunately, but I will have a giant... <laughs> Gold-plated lock not, next week. Not betting advice. Not betting advice, not financial <laughs> advice. Please see your uh, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. The DV picks. Uh, but my four picks that I'm going to get the old gold lock arena are uh, in no order. We're going to start with the NFC Championship game. Detroit Lions, San Francisco 49ers. I think this is going to be a run em, gun em, offensive uh, something or other. So I am picking more than 260.5 yards. Jared Goff, passing yards. And Brock Purdy, more than 275.5 passing yards. That's a DP pick. Then we're going to uh, add to that for tonight's hockey game in the NHL because, you know, I love hockey. Uh, Austin Matthews, the pride of my Toronto Maple Leafs, more than four shots on goal against the Winnipeg Jets, boo Winnipeg, and the pride of Nova Scotia, Nathan McKinnon, uh, tonight against the Washington Capitals. I'm also going more than four and a four point five. That's DV shots picks. On so I took all more thens. Yes, and all showing up tomorrow in a uh, just gold no, necklace, Monday. gold throne yep. on Monday. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna be here. 
So just go to prizepicks.com slash boyscast. Use the code boyscast for a first deposit match up to 100 bones. Go to prizepicks.com slash boyscast. Use the code boyscast for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. And you know, I gotta tell you and the people about FitBod. And no better time to tell you than now, because we've been on tour. We went to all sorts of different gyms. We went yeah, to we the did. gym in London. Yep. We went to the gym in Brussels, then London again. Then London again, yeah. A different gym in London again. Yep. And the gym in London again was minimal. So Yeah, we, it was the it was a really crappy gym, but I'll tell you. <laughs> crappy gym. A lot of stuff broken, but what was working, we used FitBod. And when you put FitBod in, I actually had a bunch of exercises I was doing that I normally wouldn't do mm-hmm. so fitbod is great for traveling it's great for keeping the workout uh unique it's great for keep it tracking yourself great for uh keeping it interesting mm-hmm. with new exercises that you wouldn't do so i personally used it all tour long so the essential your workout needs is fitbod it's a fitness app that creates completely personalized workouts that adapt as you improve whether you're a seasoned gym goer or you're just starting your fitness journey fitbod will push you to make progress and me and DP were actually in the crappy gym doing yep. a lot of exercises that actually you would not think of doing. Nope. Waiter curls? Yeah, waiter curls. <laughs> that was one where you actually, too, when you do them, you go like, I didn't even know I had these little tiny muscles in your bicep because it's know. such a weird thing. The only crappy thing was the weights were so uh, just so like light. I mean, for me, not for Ryan. But uh, anyways, <laughs> for me, they were so light and then I'm just like doing them. And But even still, it's you get your finger, you basically like hold it like a waiter and you just, it's it works your your biceps in a way you wouldn't even think that's what a lot of the stuff is though yeah keeping it you sort of uh keep new ones and you actually do find you're feeling it more than for sure you feel, you go, you're I didn't even know, and you're like why is this hard for me and because these little muscles in your bicep i don't know you do get ever. complacent right yeah so fitbod keeps it interesting it's a personalized workout routine based on your goals fitness level available equipment and way cheaper than a personal trainer we can tell you that much right now learn new movements the right way with a thousand demonstration videos so add fitbod to your workout essentials join fitbod today and get your personalized workout plan get 25 percent off your subscription or try the app free at fitbod.me slash boyscast that's fi B-O-D-dot-M-E slash boys cast. So a lot happened in politics this week because of all the right wing guys dropped out. Uh-huh. Uh, Vivek DeSantis. DeSantis was getting sprayed and smacked at all angles, oh, right? Man, DeSantis got uh, retired. I don't know if you saw the clip. No. But he came out and he said, uh, he goes, the uh, reporter asked him and he goes, tell him what you asked him. He goes, he asked me if I'm going to be calling him DeSantis. DeSantis is officially retired. <laughs> and then he fucking dropped the mic and walked yeah, off. Yeah, DeSantis was like, oh my God. <laughs> Finally. I saw DeSantis posting a video asking his son, his like four-year-old son about football score. So he's trying to get back in the mix of like just being a relatable guy now. <laughs> what do you think about what happens with the boots? I am sniffing more than I thought I would be. Uh, yeah. I think you jinxed me. Sn- Sniffleman. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Sniffleman over here. I haven't sniffled once. I think you jinxed me. Stuff my you. sleep schedules are all messed up, my man. <laughs> it's that jet lag. Uh, well, that's the thing. I'm a bit allergic to dog, too, and I'm fucking always got that dog here. <laughs> it's hard to get away from it when you got it inside of you. I'm constantly fucking getting allergies from the inside. I'm doctor, I'm allergic to dog. dog. Can you remove me from me? It's an endless cycle, man. <laughs> Barking and sniffing. <laughs> so, do you think the boots will get retired? 
Blitz? I think the boots are retired. It have to be right. He's trying to. He's but tr- but then you just because he's still the governor. No, nah, because it's I not think like he, wants he gets to, to go. I know, but he's sunset. trying to make everyone forget that this campaign ever happened. He's kind of going back, and he wants to come back eight years ago and have people forget about it, which they will, by the way. Yeah. Like I was thinking about it. Remember Everybody when Ted Florida Cruz ran for president? And I kind of th- forgot all about that. Yeah, people and, do and he won. Like he, I think he won Iowa or something. Yeah, they forget, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they still like him. Like you know, the people of Florida love DeSantis. I know, but so. he was just getting sprayed on every oh, angle, getting killed, man. Getting killed. <laughs> getting but the question is, someone I think tweeted, I posted, and then someone. But it, it is like the toupee thing, because like you know, if you wear a toupee, you can't just not be a toupee guy anymore. I think you it's can tough. though, man. In politics. In politics, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I'm wondering if he's like, thank God I can just fucking go back to wearing normal shoes instead of these ridiculous fucking boots. Yeah. He might have learned from his mistakes of all the stuff they made him try to do that was not uh, (laughs) the worst (laughs) campaign in history. (laughs) So he's gone. It looks like it's going to be the rematch, but I just thought this was a funny one. CNN's having like a mental breakdown about why they won't play uh, Trump's speeches. And the article is, no, CNN should not carry live broadcasts of Trump's live-filled screeds. I don't know what a screed is. It's just a speeches or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but it's funny to... It's just like hilarious, the idea of see the, the lion CNN coming out. Lions, like, you're fake news! But they, they go, so Trump did a speech, we're not going to show it to you, but you can just take our word for what he said. <laughs> all lies. He said all these things and they were lies and we're just... We'd rather not show them to you because we're trustworthy. Can you imagine going on and just being like... Uh, you go, oh, I'm going to listen to Trump's speech. Actually, Actually, I'd rather just have CNN just tell me it's what like, happened. What are you, a fucking baby? Like, first <laughs> off, if you're watching crazy. CNN, then, like, Fox is the next channel. And they are yeah. showing it, you know? So yeah, you go, yeah, oh, yeah. CNN, well, I'll just press the button and go. You're going to see show, it on the internet, show, too. Or, or if you're not an internet person, you're like some boomer or whatever, and you're, like, not really that online. You go, okay, well, I'll go to the one channel above here. And This is the equivalent, CNN saying that they're not going to show you Trump's speeches because you don't need to see them. They're all bad. We'll just It's the equivalent of, like, a dude that gets in trouble where, like, a girl's messaging his wife, and she's like, <laughs> I want to tell you, but something. And you go, listen, that girl's all lies. You don't, I'll tell you what she's going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to. <laughs> Again, CNN. That's does literally it. what they're doing. They go, honestly, this guy's a bag of shit. All you need to know is he was saying a bunch of lies. He's a liar. There's nothing he'll ever say that's true, and you do not need to hear that. I mean, CNN is in for four nightmarish years <laughs> if Trump gets back in. Well, what so are they going to do they're, after they're, that? Well, I'm just saying, if you're CNN, you literally you're like, yeah, we'll do whatever we can to not get him elected, and if that means we're not going to show his speeches, seems even weird, if they're though, not lies. It seems like. It's a weird thing where they're sort of caught in a weird thing because it obviously is good for the blogs and all that stuff. I know, if Trump and wins. CNN is in a they're back in business. Spot it's like so many business models because are Trump CNN, oriented. Or sorry, you know, CNN got rid of Jeff Zucker and they brought the new guy in and they tried to kind of tack back to the middle. I know, right? So and because they were doing weird shit, they were having all these right wing guys on CNN coming on. I know giving, you've been watching it, giving interviews. I watched them all, but like giving interviews, and you're like, I, you would have never seen someone like Ted Cruz or whatever on <laughs> CNN. Well, they're just like, hey, we're news. Yeah, we're just back to being the news and we're trying to get back to the center. We're not trying to be MSNBC. They got and they came MSNBC and they go, we're not trying to be that. We're trying to be somewhere in between. We're in the newsroom where they all get in the room together and he goes, I fucking love the news. <laughs> it's my favorite quote in the movie. News. <laughs> news guys just love news, news so much. News, 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 news. But then now they're doing the same bullshit. It's funnier than like, because it's like, it's just such an agnostic thing, news, yeah, yeah. right? Should be. We just love just the concept of news. <laughs> <laughs> 
I fucking love. Well, they think they're all fucking Walter Cronkite over there. There's the cheesiest. There's the cheesiest line in any movie or any TV show in history. Fucking love the news. (laughs) (laughs) He just loves reporting news. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but then doing this shit kind of brings them back in. That's an MSNBC move, not showing Trump's lies. That you go well. Yeah, like again, if you're reporting on the news. The, the, and this is my opinion, but if you are go, we're objective news, and you go, here's his speech, then afterwards you say, these were the lies. This is he what said. we think is a lie. No, these were the lies he said. Here's why they're well, lies. That's what they kind of were doing before. But that should be what the news does, not, hey, this guy's such a liar. Well, the pro- we're going to spare you. Obviously, the problem is people weren't taking their word for it, and they kept being wrong about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, even that, like, Ray Dalio guy, he kind of, when he was, like, at the World Economic Forum, which we'll talk about in a second, but he went to the thing and he basically was just like, listen, like no matter what you want to say Trump was like right about this and this and this and he was wrong about this but he was right about a bunch of stuff right mm-hmm. whereas like CNN <laughs> if they were against him he would have to be wrong every single time because they took the opposite position of him on every single on every issue. single thing yeah like he, well, the, well, the, here's a perfect example a couple of them they just did uh the NHS was adding like the horse dewormer drug uh, for babies and all this stuff. So it's like the, the, the they went on the big campaign about uh, ivermectin. They added that as like a normal treatment and a lot of things after they just did two years of like this is you're basically drinking. I mean, cow CNN's shit. the one that made Joe Rogan's face bright green. <laughs> yeah, they exactly. took a photo of his and then they made him look green. Well, now they're not even doing that. Now they're doing like <laughs> there's this photo of Joe Rogan. Trust us, it doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't show you. Yeah. Yeah, I think he uh, tattooed a swastika on his forehead, kind of like Charlie Manson. We can't show it to you, obviously, because we don't want to like support that kind of thing. Because we're not that kind of news. But the idea of not showing the president's going to give an address, and we go, the president just gave an address. We can't show you it to you, but oh boy, it's, oh. it's like Rogan's <laughs> fight companion. It's just on over there, and they go, uh, the president's talking. He's uh, he's lying. <laughs> Lying some more. Uh, he just called someone fat. <laughs> another lie, and, and then and now another. That was actually a skinny person, so that's a lie. And yeah, he's just do a lot of lying, but we're not going to show you because <laughs> it's just this. It's just a screen with a censored sign. It goes beep, and then the two. But they just show the newscasters watching the censored screen like a reaction. They just go. <laughs> they're just sitting there with their jaws dropped, like. Oh my god. Never seen so many lies. <laughs> they have a lie count and just going ding 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 yeah. ding ding ding. Ladies and gentlemen, we're sparing this is a horrific sight. We are sparing you the quantity of lies that you are about to witness right now. Yeah. They're wrong about that. Yep. They're wrong about where the coronavirus came from. <laughs> where did it come from? Oh, obviously your mom. Ooh. She had the gravitational pull to make diseases. So insane that they haven't had a, like a real proper investigative committee on that. Like they just kind of go, yeah. yeah, maybe it came and we don't really want to look. We well, don't want to snoop too much. Into by it. the way, because everyone basically accepted that it came from China. And then... The, I don't know if you saw the new thing that's popping around. Chinese scientists create a mutant coronavirus strain that attacks the brain, has a hundred percent kill rate in mice, <laughs> as they admit there is a risk it may spill over to humans. Good it's for like, them. It's, you know what? <laughs> Shout out to China for just never just thinking enough is enough. You know how is China not? That, that's literally China goes. Hey, you know we just ran a hundred meter dash in nine seconds. Let's see if we can crack nine. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. That's a smash the world records. But let's see if we could do eight. They're still arguing. Yeah, there's still people arguing. They didn't do the last one, and they're fucking up and running on the. The fact that China is fucking dicking around with new corona. Hundred percent kill rate. 
The fact that China's dicking around with new coronaviruses is fucking yeah. mental. And what's Fauci doing about this? He goes, I don't know, nothing to see here. Yeah, Fau- Fauci's probably guest of honor at that place, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. going in fucking testing it. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking good shit right I there. I can't feel my fucking face. <laughs> good shit right there. <laughs> Fauci's putting a bit of it on a key and just fucking <laughs> rubbing it into his gums. He goes, oh, yeah, that's going to hurt him. <laughs> mm, you're going to need to vouch for this. <laughs> the Fauci is back! Yeah, well... Guess we didn't learn anything from the last one. That's crazy, man. You'd yeah. think that all the countries together would a now, little bit they, be they, like, all right, trying to take a break yeah, from yo, coronaviruses. Chill. <laughs> chill. Here's some fireworks. <laughs> take a fucking Let's day off and gain a function. Yeah. And what? Once you hit 100% kill rate, you're like, are, are we done? I don't think so. Are we trying so. to get higher than that? No, then they try to beat their kill rate times. Right. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, that took a week. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this down to a day. You can kill mice in a day, 100% kill rate. It's bonkers. Though, yeah, I don't. That's the kind of shit that they're just trying to turn. Maybe I'm a bit of a luddite, but I don't get what that's for. Uh, yeah, but it's hilarious that people said that uh, China didn't do it, and now they're just (laughs) fucking rubbing it in your face. That's crazy. She would chase girlfriend Taylor Lorenz. (laughs) 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 It's COVID related. (laughs) JJ sent this to us. And, our, and me and your chat group. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she posted on her Substack COVID is raging in Gaza, further dis- disabling the vulnerable population who is there being slammed with variants cooked up by the USA by many people like you guys who won't even advocate for masking in grocery stores so disabled people can safely purchase food. Okay, unless their fucking <laughs> masks are made out of Kevlar, I don't think that's an issue. I would go as far as to say there isn't a single person. In, in Gaza right now out of the two and a half million That's or so inhabitants <laughs> who are even talking about COVID. I COVID agree. is, in their opinion, a million years ago. Like, they're getting bombed on a, like, literal full neighborhoods raised like absolutely leveled and you think they're worried about covid and she's Taylor, fucking mental <laughs> but you know it's bonkers yeah like she has an actual like a covid related like mental illness like i don't it's not covid that caused it yeah. but it is covid that caused it if that makes sense that was a tough one to connect covid to <laughs> palestine man and she's saying one of the reasons that palestine's in trouble is because people in america aren't wearing masks yeah and that's causing more variants and they're making their way over to palestine and then the palestine people have to deal with this shit while they're getting <laughs> bomb it's like some some fucking like yeah crazy institutional and what do you think shit. she suggests like what when they do like put your mask their, on is what, what she's saying well, what do they do one of their bombing raids they have like another plane that's following it you know like the planes that'll put out forest fires but it just has like hand sanitizer <laughs> and it just goes like whoosh and just hand sanitizes <laughs> yeah. all of Gaza. Well, she's saying that wouldn't even work because the problem is starting at home. It's America. Mm. It's not even other countries that are closer. It's America specifically. It's like a farthest country. What a fucking lunatic. Who pays her money? <laughs> Substack. People subscribe to that. You gotta be a fucking... I guess you might have an okay grift if you've got a lot of other COVID people that are just like... We need like yeah, a savior she's, You us. know what? If you want to be the face of long COVID... And all those people get sweet disability checks every week, and there's money in that. That's true, and you're just and you have to essentially it. continue telling them like you have this very valid thing, and everybody's telling you you're full of shit, except me. And, and you have I'm kind of popular, and she's like a jukebox, and you put some of your COVID <laughs> money in, and she tells you how yeah, you bad put, COVID. Yeah, is. you put a quarter in to play long COVID's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your days are numbered. <laughs> 
<laughs> we got about a year left total. <laughs> Stay inside that house. <laughs> you got this Coors Light just yeah, yeah. in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> like an herbal tea. <laughs> They're not drinking. It hurts your immune system. <laughs> yeah, so basically, she's a jukebox that they could put a quarter <laughs> into. That's great. And they didn't then tells you that COVID is bad. Like a parrot. <sighs> COVID is bad. <laughs> COVID is bad. <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> oh, Palestine's getting it. <laughs> That's insane, though. Okay, so you know what I wanted to mention? Because I was thinking about this a lot, right? Yeah. And obviously the topic of how old these presidents are. So it looks like it's going to be a rematch. The return. I don't know. Nick, I, not that I think, because I've said it again. I don't know who likes Nikki Haley. Nick the quick. Nick the quick. <laughs> but she still remains. And I mean, she did not that New Hampshire is like a big. Uh, apparently the last two winners of New Hampshire were, uh, I think, Biden and Hillary Clinton. So it's a very like Democratic okay. leaning thing. But she didn't like get blown out there. And she's not conceding. Yeah, like she didn't concede, even though she lost New Hampshire. Okay, well uh, to Trump, she's not conceding. Well, so she's saying, maybe. She's, yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't know. I know, I know she's still in. Apparently, it. they're saying that Democrats, like everybody's, like, oh, she's actually like a secret Democrat. So Democrats who don't like the option of Trump or Biden will vote for her. And then if you're a Democrat, you're like, okay, well, we get this chick who's like a fake. She does Republican. seem like she's pandering to all the weird ways. Yeah, it's and like she's, she's sort of like pandering to like liberals in ways that they probably wouldn't care. A lot about. of race stuff. She's like, I was like a brown girl. Yeah, I wasn't, she like, even a, look I wasn't like allowed to play in like the darts league. Yeah, she, but like they don't they're not gonna be on board with that stuff and then she sort of seems like she's sort of pandering to like the people who care about like fiscal responsibility and saying the debt's too big by being like we should raise retirement age for medicare but it's like those people hate you so you're yeah. not gonna get them it's like she kind of is like she's doing like this weird job of like trying to convince people that like hate her uh but if she yeah something. i, I, I think she's just trying to get the democrats who are like i don't really want to vote for biden he's too old i'll never vote for trump but that's a woman you're like that's something you're voting for a woman so i'm like it's not it's not the best thing to vote you saying there's like a spillover of cnn ladies that might like CNN, yeah cnn ladies who go like you know what it's not great i i don't see myself as a republican but i can kind of hold my nose and at least elect the first woman president who's like kind of pretty down the middle anyways maybe that's I think that's what the explanation okay well aside from that I just want to give you some stats that I was thinking about okay so governor Joe Biden uh, or sorry uh, Democratic uh, governor defends Joe Biden running for president at 81 by noting his own 88 year old mother still drives okay and this guy was why do we elect his 88 year old mother (laughs) exactly right (laughs) but you saw this so I just do the math right so Trump will be 78 and Biden will be 81 right the life expectancy of an average American man is 76. Mm-hmm. So right now, they've 50% of people have died before they are, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Obviously, there is some factors. Uh, like And men die sooner than... This is a man, though, not people. I mean, I did... Yeah, these yeah. stats are all for men. So it's a bit higher for a life expectancy for white because there's some racial components. Okay. Um, obviously, if you're a president, you're still using your brain. So there's some stuff... Uh, they're we- they're wealthy. They're not fat. So yeah. there are things Does that would raise them a little in, bit. Does it factor in weekly adrenochrome injections? They have adrenochrome. Uh, but at the same time, you could also add in the president takes a big toll on people being the president, right? Yeah. And, okay, so... I, I, so that means obviously it's, this is I'm using averages, but they're just uh, a person. Uh, so you would be individual, but I think you could say close enough. 
So Trump, 78, Biden, 81. Life expectancy of average American man, 76. So 40% of men live past 81. So the age right now, Biden is... So 21% of men live past 85. So the chance that a man would live to how old Biden would be at the end of his term is uh, 79%. Okay. That, or 21% chance of living, living 79% chance of death for your by, average man. By the man. end of his term, okay. 10% chance that both make it. So if you, do the, if you do the math, you go, the fact that at the end of the next election, both Trump and Biden at, in 2028 are alive yeah. is about 10%. This is literally one of the, the, the movie or whatever. It's like, look to your right. Look to your left. One of these men will be dead in four years. Right. <laughs> Just by average men. Yeah. 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 All right. 10% chance Crazy. that both of them would be alive. Just on basic math based on averages. Obviously, again, what I'm saying is like you once you're talking about an individual, not a person. But the app, the number is are crazy when you start thinking about them, right? That seems, yeah, that seems we're, get, we're getting on. And, uh, so I think it would be fair when you were saying, okay, so what would be too old for a president to run? Well, I think a fair judgment would be that if by the end of the term, he has a, a, a less than 70% chance of living, to me, that would be like low. So if you go 70% of men live past this age, okay, fine. If you're at 50% of men your age would be dead, that seems too high of a chance. I agree. That's how I see uh, it. Although I guess you're to a degree, even though you're not really... Well, they have a younger age. Why not have an older age? But uh, No, but I'm saying I guess you're also the vice president. You know, at this point, you're like the vice president's a big factor because, you know... I guess when you're voting for these people, you go, there's a real chance whoever the vice president is might be the president. Well, yeah. And my law that I'm saying makes sense is to avoid that. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy to be factoring in. Like, obviously, he's probably dying. So it's the other guy. It's crazy. So what would you say, though? What would you say the uh, the age at uh, election day should be allowed? The highest? Well, I don't know the exact stat, but I, I just said 70, 70% is what I think. Yeah. 70% chance of living at his age. So, and you're like to assume that the person's, you know, they're... They're obviously wealthy. They're probably in good shape. They're using their brain. So at 70% chance, they probably bump them up to 80% chance. So now you're only looking at a 1 1 in 5% chance of death from the president. I think that's the highest that makes sense for me to go. Yeah. But you're not factoring in that this guy's mom still drives at 88, (laughs) Ryan. Still drives. But for bless her also, heart. like, let me see your drive. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, she's like mowing down fucking yeah, yeah. mailboxes on her rural road. It's a fucking Seinfeld joke. They just reach a certain age, they stop looking, man. <laughs> old people have a higher rate. I used to do a joke about it, but old people are more likely to kill people than drunk drivers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, holding and driving is more dangerous than drinking and driving. Every time you see uh, a car like crashed into a house or a business, you see Mr. Burns getting out of it. That is always an <laughs> old person who accidentally hit the gas instead of the brake, <laughs> like almost every time. Well, my grandmother, we had to pry those fucking. <laughs> they don't like to stop driving. Well, no, of course not. Who would? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't drive that much anyway. But I'm saying it's not even the actual. You don't driving. like to have your autonomy because you sort of. Yeah, you go okay. I'm now, as quick as I'll ever. Yeah, been. yeah, I'm as sharp as a whippersnap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand, but it's like they have to do their driving test again. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think this is the this is if this is ends up being Trump, Biden. That'll be just crazy. Stupid. Yeah, but I guess we'll maybe get Trump. I'm, I'm really interested to know who Trump's VP is going to be. 
You're interested, of, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are actually, there's a ru- the rumor mill saying uh, Lee Zeldin. He should do it as sort of like a wrestling style where he, you know, uh, like fireworks go off and he makes yeah, the pick. Yeah. And oh, I thought you were going to say like some sort of hell in a cell kind of thing where they all go they all like, fight a, like a royal it. rumble and last man standing. Vivek would do that move where he like pulls out salt out of his pocket. Goes, <laughs> 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 he would have some dirty. Yeah, I salted him in the face. He, he goes, would have yeah. some dirty shit up his sleeve. <laughs> He reaches into his boot. (laughs) (laughs) He would for sure have some fucking (laughs) off-kilter shit (laughs) that he was on the market for. Um, So, obviously, there was the World Economic Forum stuff that just happened, right? Yeah. And the Argentina guy did a big speech that, honest to God, reminded me a lot of being in first-year economics class. It's interesting. Like, I've said this about him before, but he, you had the same professor as me, right? Tampon? Tampon? Uh, Francis Tapon. Yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. name is Ta- Tapon, but Tampon. we always called him Tampon. Tampon yeah, <laughs> you think Tampon's still at Guelph? I looked it up. He is, yeah. Tampon's still cooking? I, I, after we were talking about it the other day, I specifically went and so, looked So, because Tampon apparently had Francis like Tampon. a... <laughs> I got kicked out of Tampon's class one time. That was the class we had together. <laughs> okay, interesting. That was you and I, the class that you and I were in together. Tampon. Tampon was all right, guy. He was great. I loved him. He was, he was like one well, of the... Well, he, he was an economics professor, but he was also before that like a successful business guy. Yeah. Which is like what a lot of the good ones are, is they've actually done it. The, the economics professors that live entirely academically don't usually, aren't usually as smart as the guys who've actually had to be out in the real world and like, you know... Yeah see these principles play out exactly, right exactly yeah and they become a little more austrian because they kind of the ones who've been involved in business are a little less keynesian because they kind of realize all these pulling all these levers kind of messes shit up more than more times than it helps right mm-hmm. yeah. and but it was interesting that he gave this big speech and it was just like uh legitimately like reading off like 101 economic theory but a lot of people are sort of saying that... Uh, the, I find it weird that everybody calls the World Economic Forum communists because you're like, they're not communists. No, they're not. But everybody really. likes they're to brand. They go, these guys are all communists. Like, no, there's like, it's like Jamie Diamond's there. It's like, these aren't communists. They're like all the biggest capitalists on earth. Yeah, like, exactly. To a fault, almost. And uh, yeah, I think... Like, that- they'll literally like get their buddy at the Federal Reserve to print so much money to bail their fucking dumb decisions out. Yeah, that's exactly kind of what I was thinking as well. When like they try to redistribute shit, the speech is cool because you're kind of like it's just funny. Like be like, preach it, brother. But he wasn't getting like it wasn't like the crowd was all just like, like they were all clapping. Well, for him and stuff. this is the thing. I think people think the World Economic Forum is like a lot of people that want to usher in socialism, but really it's like a bunch of guys trying to uh, make connections and prove that they're important. Yeah, and get and and, then and, and, and enrich themselves at, at the expense of well, others. Well, it's even like you think. Bill Gates like I think some of those guys and maybe I'm wrong about this you can tell me what I think but I think a lot of these Bill Gates types they go to that thing with all their ideas but it's like they're also like fundraising for their wacky ideas right yeah I, I mean yeah it's it's b- before kind of Klaus Schwab became a known quantity Davos was just considered this thing where all the global elites just met up to just you know just meet each other and just yeah network essentially yeah and yeah definitely try and raise money for in, for businesses and I don't you know these guys like identity politics to the point where it can be regulatory capture for their company yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. mm-hmm. it was like yeah we're gonna make all these requirements by law it's like okay yeah no, no one else can afford that that'll help our company like but they don't like it to the point where it's gonna but, affect them in any sort of financial no hell way. no they have they have <laughs> they do have wacky ideas there was one guy who was saying like there the, is a lot of guys that have wacky like, ideas. like some of the guy was saying like the like 
coffee's bad because all like the carbon and like uh, that are like CO two required to like produce coffee. And then all I'm watching this thing, I go, "There's no way you don't drink coffee, though. <laughs> like, you're not like you're not." This, and that's what everybody hates about them because this guy's like, "Yeah, coffee is all the CO two." You go, "You flew her on a private jet. There's zero chance you're not drinking coffee. You, what's your idea? Just like, yeah, just like coffee shouldn't be available for poor people, though." <laughs> kind of right. yeah, like fuck you <laughs> it is a lot of rules for thee that's what it feels like you know? okay well do you know what else was kind of making me laugh because obviously the big uh, joke was saying that they wanted everyone to eat bugs right and it is it, they were because there is a big like environmental component to that whole thing right which is there's kind of like the big hedge fund guys and all that and then there's all these like kind of guys that have already made their money and then they've got their new fucking pet projects which are you know humanitarian bullshit yeah and that's the eating bugs and is uh obviously hilarious but like People forget what at Bill Gates's other wacky ideas. Like he was into the mosquitoes, but do you know remember what Bill Gates? I do was? believe he cured polio though. Do you remember what? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Did he? I think he did. Yeah, or not cured it, but he. Well, you've always little, loved Gates. I'm a, big, I'm a Gates head. It, I think it was like 2015. Bill Gates was like really pushing the idea of like eating human, drinking human shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was there. He actually. <laughs> I'll like eating bugs. Like when he comes in, he's like, everyone should eat bugs. You're like, I'm t and, uh, I don't want to eat bugs. You're like, I'm telling you, this is better than what else he has. <laughs> You're like, hey, Bill, where is it, what's that? <laughs> what are you drinking there? A macchiato? He goes, no, better. It's human shit. Dude, he was on like an aggressive press tour for a while that is like, <laughs> you can put this shit through this water world machine. But again, I don't know if this is a PR stunt and maybe I'm everybody's like, you're a fucking mark for even believing this. But there is something where he's like drinking the water. Yes, he's fucking <laughs> knee deep in shit for like a hundred videos, dude. This guy was this guy's on like the biggest press tour trying to make everyone drink their own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just like so bored with being rich. You go, what can I do today? He's like, just, you go, you know what? I'm a super villain. My wife left me. I went to Epstein Island too many times. Like I just I fucked up. Okay. Now I'm just like, I got to just do wacky shit. We're going to do weird mosquito stuff. We're going to get people to drink their shit. He goes to his, he brings his employee in here. He goes, Hey, uh, you're fired unless you drink that shit. And they go, I can't just drink a bunch of shit. He goes, well, I guess that's up to you to figure out how to drink it. Isn't it? You have 72 hours to drink the shit one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah so gates is gates yeah. was super into the idea of fucking just gargling cups of shit <laughs> <laughs> and yet he was doing all he these is basically maybe one of the best uh character arcs for any guy like <laughs> totally because that's so crazy how he was just this like you know this dweeby internet guy became a billionaire was this like good guy philanthropist like i was on the plane actually back i was watching um the carl icon documentary on um hbo yeah it's pretty good but he's in it but when his title bill gates like when he when he does an interview his title is the bill gates foundation it's not microsoft it's that's his when it goes under his name now his title is just his philanthropy like that's what he that's his deal now he, that's his shtick or whatever that's his deal yeah so he doesn't say my former microsoft ceo nothing microsoft founder just it's bill and bill and melinda gates foundation but i don't know if this is pre the unpleasantness Unpleasantness. <laughs> well, yeah. Now his new ideas are just like, "Hey, eat this cookie," and you're just like, "Oh, that was pretty good." You're like, "It was made of a fucking gallon of human cum <laughs> and, oh, and bugs." <laughs> bugs. Yeah, the cookies, bugs. The icing is human cum. <laughs> <laughs> that bread was made of elephant cum. <laughs> 
we figured out a way to turn elephant cum into, <laughs> into ketchup. Uh, into food. <laughs> you know, did you know that elephants waste over 45 <laughs> gallons of cum a week? We figured out how to mix that up. High protein. Crustified it. <laughs> What we do is we lay it out in the sun, it dries out, then we collect it, it becomes some sort of flour. We mill it down, mix it back with water, and then we're able to make bread out of it. Toothpaste made of fucking rhinoceros bile. <laughs> hey, he's just putting together all these wacky combos, but eating bugs are the least of his wacky ass shit. Yeah, I mean, he's out there. At least he's trying. <laughs> yeah, and the, the shit eating didn't take off, though. No, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He went from shit to eating bugs. Do you think now, he was bummed there was never a celebrity Joe Rogan? Now he's trying to get the mosquitoes in there. Celebrity Fear Factor? I mean, <laughs> he goes, drinking there's, shit. There's a celebrity Fear Factor. Bill Gates is like, I would Purify. destroy that. <laughs> Put anything in front of me, I'll drink it. I'll eat it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> funny that be if it didn't work that good? And he was doing the live. Do you know when Elon Musk did his Tesla unveilings and he tried to break the window and he couldn't? Yeah. And Bill Gates drinking the first cup of shit and he's just like, Chase, shut. <laughs> it didn't fucking work that yeah, good. Yeah, it was like, and now we like, let's watch this in action. And he goes, like, <laughs> fills up the glass and goes, yeah, it's supposed to be that brown. Uh, that's just. It's just color, but it's He's both, alive. But it's both odorless and tasteless. He's like, ooh. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> That's a good age, too. Well, just like from the top. <laughs> Tastes like Evian. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take. You just fucking. He used to Someone go through didn't it. connect the filter or something. <laughs> just goes straight through. <laughs> Be a good prank. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, anyways, that was his old idea, <laughs> and they're all getting bunkers too. Which, again, I'm actually pro this. It's not if that I had that crazy. kind of fucking cash to just blow, I'm just saying it does seem exactly what I'm does doing. seem convenient that like all the billionaires are getting bunkers at one time. That's what I'm doing. If I have that kind of money, I'm building. A okay, whole, then why uh, didn't you do it before? Why are you all doing it right now? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm just saying it's like a convenient well, no, time. I think Bill Gates has had one for a minute, but you need like, a, uh, I guess for some of these guys is just... Bill Gates has so much wacky shit in his bunker, bro. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's people who live down there just never do... He has servants. Mosquitoes and... everywhere, just fucking buckets of shit water. <laughs> Everyone drinks from the toilet. <laughs> Everyone drinks from the toilets and shits on the plates. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... Real upside down world in Bill Gates' <laughs> fucking manner. I mean, if I had two hundred million dollars to blow, I would I would do the the, the Zuckerberg thing. I know. Is, is there any sort of thing? I'm where not Zuckerberg saw the Jewish tunnels and he goes, ah, they're gonna Brilliant. clown me for this from <laughs> all the fucking bunkers underground. He's like underground watching TV. He goes, ah, this is gonna look bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> bad timing. Bad timing. <laughs> I agree with you that you're just like, yeah, obviously. But when like every big notable billionaire is kind of like low key building a bunker at the exact same time, I think it's a little cause for suspicion, don't you? Yeah. I don't, those are the only two I know though, but it's just, I don't know if that's a tech thing. No, or, I think uh, Bezos has a, getting does a bunker. Does Bezos have a bunker? I can't, I so funny because not basing that on anything. Warren Buffett <laughs> is like, Warren Buffett's like 96, just fucking eating Burger King and drinking Cokes all day. And he's just yeah. like, yeah, he's like, these guys are all just gay. I don't know. I'm just fucking, I live in my house that I bought 80 years ago. In Omaha, he made that his shtick, though. That honestly, I, I know it's a stupid shtick. I he really early on made it. I'm the guy that doesn't need any luxuries, so now he can't can't do anything. If he, he can't could. do anything. I, I don't think not really though, because it really is goes against his whole thing. Yeah. You know? 
Like he has, he's sort of in a rock and hard place. He's got, he's gotten money or do, just done a million like keynote speeches about how he's not a type of guy that likes any luxury things. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's showing up on a five million dollar suit. What else is he saying is a lie? <laughs> yeah, probably Epstein's like, hey uh, Warren, you want to come to my island? And he's just like, I fucking yes, 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 yes. He goes, he goes off the record. Yeah, <laughs> love to come to the fucking island. I hear it's a rip. Yeah, he has to have some <laughs> crappy, bumpy couches at his house just because he's like, oh, yeah. oh, he has he has like the Scotch Guard or like the plastic on the couches at his house. <laughs> yeah, so he sort of boxed himself in this corner of I'm not a guy that spends. Yeah, yeah, tough for him. It's a guy with a girlfriend that spends too much, so you have to tell her we're not a couple that spends yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. and you could never have any. We're minimalists. We're minimalists. Yeah, we <laughs> you, are minimalists. And if you ever get booked with it, you know there's going to be financial right, repercussions right, yeah, up yeah, the fucking. Go, oh, so yeah. I thought we were minimalists. What's up with that watch? <laughs> <laughs> Busted. Fuck. Exactly. This episode, I got to tell you about a sponsor that I've been trying to get on because anyone who listens to this podcast mm-hmm. knows I've been a Blue Chew Company man. Now yeah. I'm officially the boys cast is Blue Chew Company men. And on my off time, I've been telling people on my on time, I've been telling yeah. people when you get the chew, you're, you're always an evangelist. on your on time. You're an I evangelist. Actually, you know this, man. Yeah. I've been on it. It's just, you just have it. It's just, you've, you've always said just to have one in your pocket. Just having the Blue Chew tablet in your pocket. It's peace of mind. It's like an insurance policy. It's 100%. It I wouldn't want it. You and the missus are going yeah. out. You don't know where it's going to go. You want to know that but, you're going to have that extra Yeah, like bump. when you buy house insurance, you're not hoping a tornado comes and rips that thing down. Thank you, my but friend. But it's nice to know that you're covered if it does. Blue Chew's unique online service delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra in a chewable tablet at a fraction of the cost. Process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with a licensed medical provider, one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive prescription within days. No doctor's visits, no awkward conversations. Blue Chew tablets are made available in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door. Discreet package, my friend. Ooh. And li- unlike other places... It's very easy to stop and start it when mm-hmm. you have enough. Yeah, you click a button. I, no, but a lot of times places, that's one thing yeah, that they yeah, mess yeah. up on. This is actually really easy and they never you never accidentally screwed up and you get sent one. Maybe you got a date coming up. Maybe it's the misses that you haven't laid it down in a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've just been having some trouble. Maybe you have some mental blocks. I don't know what the Whatever things are. Whatever you think the problems might be, Blue Chew is time to give it a shot. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And there's a special deal for the Boys Cast listeners, which is like us giving us a Try Blue Chew free, free, when you use the promo code BOYSCAST at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BOYSCAST. Receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. Thank you, Blue Chew, for sponsoring the BOYSCAST. Thank you, Blue Chew. And boys, it is fume time because we know cold turkey might be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your habits. We're talking about fume here, not some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor. And we're talking about the sponsor fume. They look at the problem different because every habit is not always bad. So instead of drastic, uncomfortable change, remove the bad from your habit. Some people have a certain bad habit. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, let's just say, I'm not going to tell you what it might yeah. be. 
See? No, no, we're not going to kiss and tell. We're not going to kiss and tell with the bad habits. Uh -uh. And you know what? We're not trying to out you like that. All we're telling you is that Fumin is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. They have these cores that have all different flavors, and they're all pretty good. They taste great. The Fume feels really cool. As you know, a lot of people in the New York comedy scene are popping these around, so you actually do see them fairly frequently. Oh, yeah. And uh, the new Solano, which is the Fume Solano, it's made with premium walnut marrow, has an onyx-coated mouthpiece that has a slightly softer finish, and also the way they set it up is it's fun to fidget with. Yep. So this is getting rid of a bad habit with a habit that doesn't have to be so bad. Right now is the best time to start your good habit with Fume. All orders for the month of January have a buy one, get one cores. So you can stock up for that New Year's resolution. Plus, as a listener of the show, you get an extra 10% when you use our code. So you head to tryfume.com slash boyscast. Use the code boyscast for an additional 10% off. Plus, buy one, get one cores until January 31st to help make starting the good habit that much easier the ufc just happened in toronto and obviously we'll talk about that because there's a little bit of hoopla little hooply dude <laughs> <laughs> well it is funny too because so basically sean strickland was doing the interviews and they were trying to all, it, all the canadian journalists aren't used to like uh seeing any pushback on their bullshit you know no. what i mean because it's essentially illegal like legitimately like pushing back on them like the questions they ask about like trans people and gay stuff like having the opinions against theirs is actually illegal in a lot of cases. I'm sure Sportsnet or TSN probably pulled the CNN and we go we're not going to show you his lies yeah, like, <laughs> the thing, go, yeah he, he answered all of our questions but they were lies so we're, <laughs> we're not going to you know mess up your brains with these lies <laughs> You're here's more Justin Trudeau <laughs> yeah yeah and we call him Justin Trudeau because he's so sick you know <laughs> you know all those kids be loving Justin Trudeau <laughs> But Sean Strickland, like, he just said, uh, basically said he was like, he wouldn't love it if his kid was gay and he thinks that uh, people aren't buying the trans bullshits kind of stuff, right? Yeah, and he also said women's, that was the one thing he goes, women's UFC sucks. That's not really yeah. true because it's the one. Uh, it's the, the one that's probably like. Well, the, no, any sport that's one on one, because the truth is. Any sport that's one-on-one -on -one and you're building up the two people, like by that logic, the same logic where you say women's isn't the best, it's like by the same logic, the, the, all the divisions aren't the best. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, I understand. One on one sports. Well, that's why women's saying. tennis is like huge, right? Yeah, women's tennis is huge because exactly. they're one on one on one sports. Kind of uh, the women's yeah, ones are like more it wouldn't do as well if they were like if they go oh the men's UFC is illegal. All we have left is women. Like obviously, it wouldn't be as popular probably. Yes, but like when uh, but Ronda Rousey people, was yeah. fighting, like people did. That was appealing. Yeah, I felt that was like yeah, a I, kind of I interesting. Like yeah, chicks bash the shit out of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes a little weird when they get too bashed in and you start feeling bad. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's sexist, Ryan. <laughs> You're sitting there like fucking get her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking right. Yeah, that's someone finally. <laughs> Ryan, that's that, that's your ingrained misogyny uh, because I don't feel bad for them. You ever seen that interview where the girls just like real beat oh, the fuck oh, up? Oh yeah, yeah. You that was I mean? in a, that was like a bare knuckle thing or something. That wasn't oh, even. Yeah, her that was face tough was, to like, watch, dude. Mangled. Oh, you not? That's not what you said. You are. You went over to me and you go turn on the TV, right? <laughs> Looks like someone was already told twice. I go, come on, man, come on, dude. <laughs> Time and place, pal. <laughs> hey, Channel 6, she doesn't listen. 
That's a quote that you said, yeah. and I said, "Come on, Paula Shockman, get your mind out of the fucking." <laughs> we don't make those kind of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was he was going off. But he was, they were baiting him into it. They they were literally asking him questions that they well, knew, that's what they knew wanted, the answer yeah. to, and then they go, "Oh, can you believe this guy?" And but it's funnier with cage fighters because you're like, these guys are. Like, even the Hollywood uh, tough guys like The Rock and stuff that have all the right opinions, it's like, yeah, that's after kind of now that they're Hollywood guys and they're sort of done wrestling. When you're really in the trenches, and I think that's why stand-ups a little more like when you're out there every night are a little more like grounded in what reality is. And it's like the stand-ups usually get the wackier opinions once they start getting like really famous and, you know, kind of detached from what stakes, real, real people think. And the stakes think. become different, though. But if you're actually... You're a guy fighting in a cage. There is no more place in the world than the man-woman argument that they're proposing falls apart. Yeah. They're like, all the stuff where they're saying, like, gender doesn't matter, it's like, there is no place that that is less true than what he does for a living. <laughs> That's true. Which is punching people in the face, right? Right, yeah, yeah, of course. He's like, there is no woman on the face of the earth, no matter what you want to do to her, that would last five seconds with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no chance. Right, so it's like... That's what he thinks. Mm -hmm. And it was just funny because of all the people in the world to get mad at, uh, it's UFC fighters, but also it's in, it's just funny because Canadian journalists are just so used to never getting like a fucking lick of pushback. Oh. And also Americans really, like, it's kind of like when you're touring in other countries a little bit. Like if you got a, a press story, imagine you got like a press story about you in like the Belgian paper that you were like a misogynist, how little you'd care. Yep. It's like, I think that a lot of Americans see that about Canada. They're just like, yo, yeah, the Canadian yeah. press is mad. <laughs> like, oh, oh no, like yeah. you don't, they just don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they were, their only, their big thing was they were mad about like the pride tape stuff. That was the last big scandal in Canada was in the NHL. I'm surprised that they got so many hockey players on board. I saw the commercial. Well, you know what? They it basically was weird. Got, they it got was... a commercial with like 90 of them all strapping up the pride tape. And I thought a lot of those guys probably wouldn't have wanted to strap it on like that. Uh, it was, well, it was last Maybe year. I, Ivan Prover. No, I don't think so. Because I think it's a kind of, it, it is a weird thing because Ivan Provorov last year and I think one other player, another Russian guy, because they're just like, yeah, we don't believe in this shit. Like we literally don't believe it, and we don't want to be forced to wear these like pride uniforms in like in like the pre skates, the warm ups or whatever, because that's mm -hmm. what they were doing. And so there were a couple players who were, and it was becoming like a whole thing where a couple players are like, they don't, it's the ribbon. They don't want to wear the ribbon, you know? Exactly. They don't want to wear the pride tape. And then the NHL this year, okay, go. You know what? They're like, we just are getting rid of the whole thing. We're not. We're getting rid of all this stuff because this just like doesn't belong. And then, uh, fuck, I forget what player it was. Somebody <coughs> used to play for the NHL, for the Leafs, maybe Justin Hall, but someone. Um, basically just did the pride tape even though it was like not allowed they were like it was like an act of defiance and then well then it actually is yeah it I was guess. and they did the pride tape and then the NHL was like people were like are they gonna like get them in trouble and then the NHL was like well it'll look even worse if we like, like find, hands are tied. we're gonna find this guy <laughs> and then just then during the season this year they're like alright it's fine again and then well, that's what, yeah, I mean, if you want to do it, fine, but the ones that were, like, the organized effort's always annoying, but they actually had, and Dana White sort of handled it pretty good, where he's like, I don't tell people what to do, he does yeah. the, uh, and he has a better I mean, also, business. they're all independent contractors, you're like, I know, he has thing. a pretty, he has, like, a pretty perfect, um, like, setup, because they say wild stuff, it builds the fight, and then they ask him, he goes, I can't control these guys, I'm yeah. not their fucking dad, they're cage fighters. Also, it's good for just the fight. Like, it's good for everything, right? Yeah. So he has, like, the perfect setup to just be, like, free speech, brother, that's mm -hmm. what he said, right? But it's, they almost do have a point that, because they were, like, 
uh, there's all these people on the internet being like, as a Canadian, we shouldn't stand up for people having, you know, other opinions other than the ones that we have or whatever. And they're kind of saying, like, Scotiabank Theatre's allowing this, or Scotiabank Arena's allowing this, and Scotiabank's like, you know, the banks are yeah, just yeah, like are sucking mad, dicks yeah. on every... <laughs> the CEO of the banks are like fucking get gargling balls on all, the float, The right? CEO's chair has a butt plug built into it. <laughs> fucking sit on that thing to make decisions, something goes straight up your ass. <laughs> Dude, so being a that guy does the yearly financial like, reports on a Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> he does the when they have to do the calls for the, the yeah, yeah the quarterly calls. <laughs> the quarterly profit calls. He does the quarterly calls. The guy just fucking halfway through comes up from giving him head. <laughs> yeah, that guy has just two guys making out in the back room, and they go, "What's with that?" He goes, "Is that's, yeah, I don't nothing yeah. really. Yeah, it's pretty good for the bottom line, to be honest. I don't know. Loves love as far as I can see, <laughs> but." Then they do have the UFC there, and they are kind of right. They're just like, how hypocritical it is. It's like, well, yeah, obviously they're full of shit. So it sort of does, and I guess that's what Sean Strickland was saying about Bud Light. It was like, you're going to be forced to either uh, uh, stand behind what I say or not. But like Scotiabank Theater doesn't want to say no to UFC, but it's like... Well, they they're just have the naming rights on the building. Uh, at what point is there some musical act who had, you know, if Chris Brown plays a sold-out thing or... Scotiabank have to be like you know what we're like against this if you are as all in as yeah, they yeah, are I, yeah, I would I say that would be uh, consistent yeah my that is my point I do I wonder, think that, I wonder yes, how they're unless you don't want to be consistent if you were like I mean okay just go the other way if it was a racial thing would you be like the brand that's like all four black people we host a KKK event so obviously everyone would agree you wouldn't do that sure we you, you, yeah, can, yeah. you do the questions how far is this but you go that's how they see it. So you mm. go, if your opinion is that these r- views are so reprehensible, they should never be said, and then you sponsor it, like, yeah, they like they do have a point, but it, I think it's forced. My point is, I think that this stuff, to some degree, does force the hand of companies to just be like, why don't we go back to staying out of it? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if Scotiabank even commented on this in any capacity other than they're like, hey, we signed like a naming deal for the arena for like a 20-year naming deal, and like we don't book that. Like they're just like, yeah, we don't book the fucking like acts yeah but you, know you I mean? uh like they, they go like I'm, but that's what i'm wondering if they even commented on it or if they're like yeah we're like we don't book them well like, that would be the smart way to try to just be like because maybe it's not just coaching bank but you're right they're, my point is is that i think a lot of this stuff does force the hand of banks to be just like you know what our new commercial is going to be like we're a good bank yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to steal your money okay how's that you know what i mean yeah or they're gonna or they're gonna kind of course correct for this they go sean oh uh, yeah you don't like trans people huh sean strickland all right all right go get a loan see what that's like for the next fucking 10 years I at Scotiabank. So. <laughs> no way it's like Scotiabank like drag time loan hour or some shit you like, don't or you don't think they go the other way we go listen there's two genders but there's one place you should put your money <laughs> that's a Scotiabank checkings account <laughs> yeah know. you know what there's two types of savings we like. Savings on your money and savings by Jesus Christ, <laughs> our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Scotiabank. All that stuff before, that was just all lies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, you know what? Speaking of our Lord and Savior, Jesus H. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. Danny told me about this one, but this pastor was charged with cryptocurrency fraud, and he said God told him to do it. And this is one of the best ones I've seen. So why don't we just play the video of of what he said? Yeah. Okay. I'll read the thing. In a civil action, prosecutors in Colorado said that a Denver pastor and his wife created and sold a cryptocurrency, God coin, <laughs> that was practically <laughs> worthless, and he pocketed $1.5 million. So I just have a little went to the IRS. sliver of it here. Yeah, a few hundred thousand dollars went to a home remodel that the Lord told us to do. 
So how this whole thing started is the Lord told us. Uh, the Lord told me to you call these couch cushions. <laughs> and I'm going to do a new thing. And then he took. The Lord sounds a lot like his the wife. <laughs> and uh, the Lord said that we had to have uh, marble countertops and that granite was for poor people. Um, <laughs> the Lord coming down from heaven and demanded I pump and I also dump. <laughs> okay, we'll finish him off. The Lord pumpeth and the Lord dumpeth. <laughs> He came to me in my sleep, and the Lord said, Daniel, you pumpeth, and you also dumpeth. Took <laughs> <laughs> us into this cryptocurrency. It was a different cryptocurrency other than index coin at the time. Well, that cryptocurrency turned out to be a scam. And so the Lord says, give that to them, but also give them a 10x. A 10x. And I'm like, well, where's this liquidity going to come from? And the Lord says, trust me. <laughs> well, as money is coming in, uh, we would be sowing it. And at first it was hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars, then tens of thousands of dollars. When you come in, we... I love how you're talking to the Lord about fucking exit, <laughs> exit liquidity. He goes, Lord, you can talk to the Lord about anything. You can learn the mysteries of the universe. You got the Lord on the line. <laughs> the Lord came to me in my sleep and I said, you, thou, and you must ape in immediately. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Lord, Lord's like, son, you followed the word of Jesus Christ. You can ask me any question. He goes, so where's the exit liquidity coming from on this uh, <laughs> scam coin? Because people are kind of getting antsy and they want their money back. And I'm kind of facing uh, federal charges here, Lord. <laughs> and the Lord looked me straight in the eye and he said, if you want to go to heaven, first you're going to go to the moon. <laughs> because thou shalt not listen to the fear, uncertainty, and doubt in the cryptocurrency markets. Uh, shit. <laughs> God said it was time to hold up <laughs> and I listened to thou Lord that's amazing too but the God thing is like the ultimate uh, kind of logical because you go like hey you know I've been telling you guys to talk to the God and Obviously, nobody can confirm this but me, and but I did talk to him, and he kind of led me astray, but of course, it's all in his plan. Uh -huh. I don't know what his plan God's is plan. ultimately, but him deceiving uh, me, and of course, all of you, uh, must be part <laughs> of his plan for all of us, so don't get too talk upset to about guy. this. <laughs> yeah, don't get too upset about the fact that like your home's getting foreclosed on or mm -hmm. whatever, just because uh, likely this is just part of the, the grand plan, and likely, you know, not long from now, you will have an even bigger home due to some sort of miracle because he's just he's testing all of us because mm -hmm. he's just a bit of a prankster he is a bit of a prankster yeah, a bit of a real prankster and the lord told us me <laughs> multiple conflicting things i said how do i make sense of this first you tell me evolution is not real but then you say i am the ape <laughs> it is i'm instructed to ape in but i am also told that i am not an ape and did not a descendant of an ape cut to six months from now he's getting fucking raped in jail he's like oh this all part of God's plan. God, couple questions. If you have a second, how does this fit in the plan? Oh. I thought you promised it was exit only. A second, please. That's so funny. Biting on the towel. A second, please, if you're not busy. God! Regarding the financial conversation <laughs> we were having before, if you would please. If you got a miracle up your sleeve any time now! <laughs> Just waiting. <sighs> if you could get some. <laughs> the 
those riches that you promised me poureth down upon my commissary? <laughs> I could really use some smokes to distribute for protection. <laughs> I'll also take the ability to just not feel pain. <laughs> It was called Index Coin. <laughs> Index Coin. He started uh, as, the best part too, as I was saying before this, but this was a scam that happened from twenty two to twenty three. So it wasn't even during the craze. Uh, that's this was crazy. like post, like this is like post crazy crash. Yeah, I know. Partially during FTX after FTX had already gone under. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How do you get people on a crypto scam uh, like eight months ago? It's called Lord Coin, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how. If people believe that that guy talks to the Lord, then they go, yeah, I mean, seems really idiotic. But. <laughs> he comes in, he goes, I don't know, man. This seems like a bad idea. Should I put all my money on this? My wife said she's mad. She goes, good question. I'm going to ask him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, he says, ape the fuck yeah. in, brother. <laughs> he says, this is it, dude. He says, there's men and boys. What are you trying to be? <laughs> <laughs> what was the, the line? I can't remember but fucking... You trying to be Eve or you trying to be man? Matt Damon in that commercial where he like said that thing that everybody was like suing him over where he said something like essentially getting everybody to bet all their money on some crypto. Matt and, Damon did? Yeah, Matt Damon did some commercial. Everyone's crypto, getting God crushed God. on their crypto scams, dude. Yeah. Pretty funny. Anyways, I guess this guy's going to jail. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, but he just again, you can. You, you, the, it has the perfect logical kind of thing though, because he'll just he at least to him and to everybody he goes, look, it's the Lord. It's this one kind of, and you go, and everybody's like, what? You robbed me of my money. You go, well, so you don't believe in the Lord? Yeah, there's a plan. Yeah, there's a plan. Like you don't believe in the Lord. Like you obviously know that I talk to the Lord, and this is just part of it. I guess the Lord is just. I has, call him me a liar or him a liar. Yeah, he goes. He goes. This is like your tale. <laughs> Either one all, of them's bad. Yeah, and this is tales all the time. Like obviously he has something planned that he's not. Kind Kind of showing to us right now but you just have to this is what faith is about and you just do all that shit and people go fuck yeah oh fuck you okay <laughs> declare bankruptcy fuck he's <laughs> living in a trailer yeah, now I mean, like how's that plan coming we yeah. talked to him lately just <laughs> anytime now dude. anytime now lord uh, well, uh, Pope Francis has been at it again, too. There's a couple of Lord things. Pope Francis says sexual pleasure is a gift from God but condemns porn. And there's another article that, because you did a, you basically did a tour and he was talking about what's a gift from God and what's yeah. not. And he said wine is a gift from God. Uh, and he told the wine producers that it's a gift from God. So he put a stamp of seal on wine. So he likes wine, sex, but doesn't like porn. Doesn't like porn. Well, he's porn. not about that gay shit, right? He's like sitting in your fucking basement <laughs> whacking your dick off. What you should be doing is having some wine with the old lady uh, yeah, and then smashing the, the sticking with the old wife. Getting fruitful and smash, you know? Having some kids. The sex machine Pope. <laughs> He has yeah. said that sexual pleasure is a gift from God, warned about pornography, which he said brought satisfaction without re relationship, can lead to addiction. Uh, wine's a gift from God, uh, he tells the Italian producers. All right. Well, there you go. Keep cranking out that wine. It is. <laughs> I was drinking when we were in Belgium. I was drinking a lot of that, uh, the monk beer. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I was... The, 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 the monk yeah, beer was okay. Yeah, I like the, love the monk beer. It's like yeah. the, the monks, I guess, in their free time, because they had so much free time, and they're not fucking yapping away, talking, because they're not allowed to talk, and they just go and they brew beer. Beer. And they make some uh, good beer and boys like it's like yeah we did liquor. where was that that we went to that uh, the bar with uh, the guy from uh, Hardy Bucks Hard we went to the with Martin? the Martin from Hardy Bucks uh, in Stockholm 
a big Irish show and we hung out with him in Stockholm and he brought us to this bar that had all the, we posted a video of Danny in the tunnel but it was like and, uh, crazy it was the it was like you could go to that bar and never be seen there was, was so many so, different yeah, rooms yeah you go and it's like so it turns out those are bombs it's from, from, maybe from uh, World War 2 or whatever but so much are, stuff there is World War 2 oriented yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like it was uh, I guess they were dug out for like bomb shelters but it's like a series and you're just like not, none of it makes it really any sense you just you make random turns you're in like a new one and then mm-hmm. you just but you like keep going through and then you're it was bizarre in. yeah it was really cool it was pretty cool though yeah, it's called like Wilbur. One thing that was funny is everyone hates the French everywhere you everywhere. go. Oh like other comics. Except for northern uh, Belgium, just because they are. Or southern southern Belgium. Well, you know what else I was even kind of thinking about Quebec French is like, they're the only, like, because every place that speaks a bit of English, they always speak English, uh-huh. whereas French people like won't do it. Uh-huh. Like you go to order, you can almost like cuck the other places that speak English. So they'll be like, uh, uh, bonjour, bonjour. You go. Hello, <laughs> I Hello? will have. Yeah, yeah, and then you go like you almost like cock them. You're like yeah. we're not we're not gonna be doing that whole thing. No. So, anyways, could you tell me which way's the bathroom? <laughs> English is still the dominant. But in Quebec, in the they'll actually know English and they won't do it. That's like one of the only places yeah, I've ever been wanna, to. Yeah, because they're worried about losing their goddamn culture. Yeah, so concerned with their precious culture. Yeah, my cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. If I went out to my cigarettes, who am I even? <laughs> who am I? Yeah, we got some boys in Montreal, though. Yeah. yeah. Some dogs in the trail. Montreal is one of the sickest cities, though. Yeah, I love Montreal. jean here, not so much! <laughs> Classic beef. <laughs> Classic beef struck us for fucking monetization. Really? We played fucking two seconds of it. They claimed the video. What? <laughs> fucking bastards. <laughs> Do you, do, do you appeal it for fair use? <laughs> I, I don't know. There's like no money, but it's just funny. I haven't had any fucking of that shit. It just out of nowhere got classic beef <laughs> notification that they're trying to claim the yeah, video. Classic beef. <laughs> well, they probably, because I guess you get the notification on YouTube saying someone's using your thing, and then they click on it. They go, oh, I didn't know like these. <laughs> I didn't know the classic uh, beef. comedians are making fun of us, George. <laughs> Uh, who are they to make fun of us? I don't appreciate it. Tabernak. Ah, oh, you mess with around classic beef. Hey, they classic beef. I do classic teeth. Love money. <laughs> All jokes on them. It's like fucking 20 bucks. <laughs> uh, classic beef. Classic. Uh, the other thing that was I was loving this movie in Amsterdam, the Justin Bieber thing, where just remembering when Justin Bieber went and said that he knew Anne Frank would have been a believer. Oh yeah, yeah. A believer. A believer. But I was loving. I didn't do it, but I did it at shows. But I was. I really, really wanted to go outside of Anne Frank's house and say, I just know she would have been a top Patreon subscriber <laughs> of the Boys Cast. <laughs> yeah, fun stuff in general, though. Oh, you yeah. know what? Okay, so. Um, uh, I'm gonna do this two quick things, and one of them's for you. Okay. Uh, this story, I thought about it. It was a bit of a will I, won't I? Excessively farting passenger causes American <laughs> Airlines flight to turn around. This was not me. <laughs> I didn't fart. Look, I got kicked off of the plane because he was insane. fucking letting him rip too much. <laughs> It's like a whole thing too, where he's farting, and then people are like, "Good got a big God!" Fight. Yeah. And he got a big fight. He goes, "Oh, you think that's bad? Why do you smell this?" And he's like, <laughs> audibly disgruntled and maybe hungover, man reportedly exclaimed, "You thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell?" <laughs> so he's fucking. He was kind of like aggressive about yeah, it. He poked the bear, and then he goes, "How about this?" And he goes, "Imagine doing that in my airline." Pull down, be able to pull your finger. Actually, the most impressive thing about the whole story is how they were able to. They were, I guess, taxiing, and then they just. Went back to the gate, kicked him off, and someone was like, "Yeah, we were only like fifteen minutes." 
I know, crazy. I know, that only took you 15 minutes to do that whole thing? I don't think his face got in the thing, but that would have been hilarious being the face of oh, getting the face kicked of, off. Yeah, of, yeah. I wouldn't, you get banned from that airline? Like, are they like, you're no... Having to explain to a chick you can't take that airline because you fucking let him rip too hard? <laughs> I did fucking work on those seats, my friend. <laughs> you thought that was rude. How about this smell? The man purposely farted, uh, decided loudly and condescendingly to say, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible at the same time. <laughs> uh, I guess he was mad that someone was eating smelly food on the plane. So then, I didn't really get that's this. what I. That's how I. Oh, read you're, it. it's your territory. Okay, what I understood is someone was eating smelly food. And he goes, "Yeah, so we're just all fucking making smells on the plane, huh? That's what we're doing right now. We're all just smelling." How do the you plane? like it? He goes, how do you like it? And he goes, "Farted on command." <laughs> no, he did one of those ones. He goes, "How do you like it?" <laughs> <laughs> like it took him a minute. <laughs> You go, oh, dude, that's disgusting. Man. Okay, so in response, a man in the next row, row remarked, if you don't like it, you can fly private, to which the gassy passenger replied, so fucking rude. So the guy farting was getting mad at the... Because they were having like a well, smell-off. Yeah, they were having a back and forth kind of thing, and then they were all like, yeah. And then another passenger chimed in on the food guy's side saying, I think we all agree you're the rude one here, the witness. Uh, <laughs> the smack continued with the flatulent flyer responding, that's so low class, before another nearby passenger said, well, you're back here in economy with the rest of us. Yeah, so yeah, they're, really <laughs> they're all having a good time about it. <laughs> I wonder what the food was. The scuffle caused the plane, which left the gate, uh, to go back to takeoff, and they kicked the farter off, but the food guy got to stay. Uh, I wonder if, like, the food guy was just, like, eating fucking, just, like, raw fish or well, something. Well, it's the ultimate, I thought this was America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was <laughs> America. <laughs> Crazy. That's great. Um, great. I wish I, I, that's one of those things that I do wish that was my story, not reading it. Like, I wish I was on that plane. Oh. Oh, that would be incredible. It's a funny a thing. Gift, to gift from God. It is a gift from that's a gift from God. You're not your crypto. Was, crazy. Nobody videotaped that though. That seemed like a prolonged thing. I don't know how it didn't go you on. I think there's someone like the you know with a crazy plane lady or chick or whatever. Like I know. And then men. This is a study. Men need to meet up friends twice a week for a brew or a brawl to stay healthy in the UK. Yeah. And they did a big study. They love to brawl in the UK. I was showing you guys. <laughs> a brew or a brawl is hilarious. The ultras. Uh, it's like one of my new not obsessions, but uh, I, I find it so funny. Crazy. Uh, there's this video you can find it on Instagram, and they're uh, they're just soccer hooligans, and they they support their soccer teams, I guess. Like, and they there's a video of 600 on 600 meeting up in a field. And they have just, one referee. One referee, one guy filming, and they just meet up in a field and just have a 600 on 600 brawl. I wonder what the rules are. Did you look into it? No, I bet you they are actually very much like we have like rules. no headbutts. And no stuff. headbutts. It's probably just punching. I would guess punching. Face is fine, but I think they wear gloves. I think they wear like the MMA gloves. I don't think they're bare bare knuckle. It's insane. Yeah, but they just meet up and they just and they just brawl. I'll tell you, me and my friends used to kind of get in scraps a lot. Yeah, but that kind of like six hundred on six hundred where you're wearing your like soccer team's uniform. You are almost safer stuff. in those fights. People don't get as beat up in the big gang brawls yeah. as they do in like a. Yeah, yeah, because it's. I don't think there's like there's no double. Team Teaming people. Once you're down, stuff. they move on to the next guy, right? Yeah, probably. Exactly. I, well, actually, maybe they do double team then. Yeah, I don't know. Well, then someone else is getting double teamed on your side. Then. Unless one of your guys is down, right? If you knock a guy out, then you're just like, okay, well, 
You're one man short. I guess. I wonder how many people get knocked out in that. It's insane to watch, well, though. It is insane to watch, yeah. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. But it is. I've been sort of saying this forever, that it's regenerate, re, regenerating. Yeah, yeah. Re, rege, rejuvenating. <laughs> yeah. That's this article in, like, right. the 50s would have been like, boys need two beers or they will hit their wives. <laughs> now it's, they need to fight each other. But I think that, so this is a National Post article, and I think that it's a good thing to show if any dude that's getting any sort of flack on, you know, oh, you're going out too much, it's like, well, twice is the actual, like, doctor's... Yeah, doctor's recommended. Doctor's orders amount. That or scraps. It's either, yeah, and if I, I can scrap or I can go out for the beers. And very specific, men might must meet up with friends two times a week. And by the way, it doesn't have to just be scraps. They're saying, like, if you played hockey or with a yeah. group of guys. Basically, I think that a lot of people would agree just, like, never being around groups of guys is bad for you. Uh -huh. Especially people that, like, work from home and they're just with their chick for, like, weeks on oh, end. Terrible, like, that can't yeah. be that healthy for you, no, right? No, be, you need not. to be around some sort of like dude energy. Absolutely, and just people in general, you know. Blowing I mean, off steam. Guy, they used I mean, to call if you're it. a guy, you don't want to be around a bunch of chicks. So yeah, you just have to. And if the boys are gonna fight, you better let them. I think there is a point where uh, when guys start to get older, though, it's like I think like twenty year olds can get in fights and sort of go to work the next day. Forty year olds get in fights and now you're like arms broken for yeah, a week yeah, <laughs> for the next six yeah, months. Yeah, you're limping. Like, yeah, now your elbow is like has an injury for the rest of your life. <laughs> the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to scrap as much past forty. No, that's not a good look. That's kind of. Uh, too busy with their day-to-day -day lives. One in three men uh, can't find the time to meet up once a week, and 40% of men are only able to make a guy's night a weekly affair, despite spending 20% of their day interacting through other means. So, uh, like, playing poker once a week, a lot of guys have solved this different ways, mm. but sports, poker, uh, even I mean, just, like, watching the, a game probably counts Golf is that. a good one, too, because it's long as shit. Golf is a huge Golf's one. Where you get outside, you get some sunshine, some fresh air. Yeah, I know. It takes five hours. But you do have to. I remember uh, ours is a little different because our life is sort of baked around that. But I remember in Toronto sort of making a point of like, okay, this night we meet up. Like, you need yeah, to. It is sure. sort of. You know, and a lot of my friends who I feel like are successful, the people in my life that are successful have those, whether it be poker or like a pool, hockey pool that you yeah. should meet up once a week or everyone that uh, is like, seems to be like a measured person does mm. have some version of that in their life. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. I mean, I guess sometimes people get there, they'll have kids and they go, their kids just become all the stuff they do. Yeah. But then you That's can, still not good. You but can I guess you meet the hockey dads. You, you can, you can work it around, right? Yeah, yeah, That's true. There is still versions of it. And even then it's like, okay, well you play hockey and it's like the kids go to sleep and you play after that, like, or whatever. There's a versions of it, right? Mm -hmm. Golf. Like just cause you have kids, you can't golf anymore. Yeah. Choice but choice. I think the interesting part is you, I mean, maybe twice a week is not, not possible for everything, but once a week, you can sort of actually make a point of doing that. And the point is that you kind of are like, oh, uh, it's hard for me to fit in, but it's actually helping because it's making you better. Right. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. There, there, there's a definite benefit to it. Yeah. Mental health and what. Okay. So we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about on the Patreon. Which We're going to review our best hot dog experiences from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I think You're not going to find out. I think I'm done with my food reviews. I've officially <laughs> retired them. <laughs> the most hate I've ever gotten. <laughs> people getting, I was honestly getting so many people. I but I actually had a lot of people messaging me being like pretty funny. Like yeah. every, so many people were messaging me being like, "You, if you're actually going to try the food in the fucking place, <laughs> just try the fucking food." Because I've been posting photos of hot dogs that I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> trying to I mean, I, we had choices to not eat hot dogs, and I was like, <laughs> I want that hot dog. 
the dogs. Oh, no. uh, and we're doing Bugman versus Bugman. We'll be probably doing next week. We'll probably speaking be recording. Of dogs. Yeah, speaking of dogs, me and Danny's hot dog eating competition. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this day would never come. <laughs> the day's come, my friend. Uh, time to pay the piper. Yeah, so I think we're probably going to film that next week, right. which means it'll come out next in uh, patreon.com slash the boys cast. There's a bonus episode every week, and I met tons of the dudes from the Patreon on tour. And I'll say one of the things that I thought was cool about the tour was meeting some of the dudes that a lot of guys said some version of like appreciate how much like stuff you put out and how hard you work or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, that would be that was something that I would never think someone would ever notice yeah because you do sometimes you are and you not, not that you're like why am i doing this but like you do a lot of times uh put in these like 90 hour weeks and for me i think a little bit of like i go i'm just wired that way and i stopped thinking about why i just mm -hmm. do it a lot of times but it was interesting that to see people like saying that they're like i appreciate that because yeah. they go not a lot of other people like no. people skip episodes or for this sure. and that and they go almost every podcast skips episodes yeah but i but us i just didn't i didn't expect that pe actually people, people would notice. like notice being like oh that guy's always they yeah, actually yeah. seem to put out a lot of stuff yep and that was kind of cool mm -hmm. that people actually appreciated it or whatever you know what and I mean? we appreciate y'all yeah yeah exactly yeah, sick, sick, okay. sick meeting the euro boys oh definitely sick meeting the and, euro and boys and the irish boys and the uk boys <laughs> and the uk boys yeah. peace Later.